0: What's going on? Welcome to the fourth episode of the Mako Mindset Podcast. I'm Anthony here with my wonderful, amazing, beautiful, sexy wife, Nicole. Hi, everybody. We are super, super excited to uh, to be here with you guys today. I think we're just so fired up because the response that we've been getting about the podcast has been un believable we are so humbled and so gracious for all of you who have liked it who have subscribed on youtube and shared it and given it five stars and listened to it and people are saying that the the impact that it's making on them we're we're just so proud um and i'm just so proud of my wife and i'm so proud of our, our our mentors and everyone who's helped us kind of get to this point but if this is your first episode or maybe it's you've listened to all four of them. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube at Anthony Gugliaro, or search up the Mako Mindset Podcast. We're on Apple iTunes. Make sure to give it five stars. Drop a little review on Spotify, on Anchor. Uh, we're on Google. Uh, it has a I didn't even know they had a podcast app, but now they do on Google Cast. And we're just really, really excited. And uh, we had no idea what this was going to become. Uh, we're just focused on trying to bring value and bring you along our journey, growing as a couple as entrepreneurs, and I think that today's episode is going to be a lot of fun. Today, we're talking about something that I find super important, and uh, I think Nicole does too. When I actually had the privilege about three years ago to do a TEDx talk on this exact topic, and it really was the launchpad behind a lot of the things that Nicole and I talk about, and, and whether it was our business planning or the sacrificing and and you know having goals and and doing what we're doing together having a dream and a vision is at the basis of all of it and i think that's what today is going to be all about and uh, this actually this topic comes from nicole a little bit so nicole what made you kind of want to bring this up for this episode and and what do you hope to, to cover here
1: yeah, I know. We talk a lot about future focus and dreaming and sometimes it's hard to have a vision when you can't see what's in front of you, let alone 5, 10, 20 years ahead. So um, at least just in our recent journey, I've kind of um, kind of stumbled upon something myself that I figured we can share. But um, vision is, is hard because it's very intangible. So I figured we'd shed some light on it and... Um, Help you stretch your vision.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, today's episode is is really going to be something that uh, we want. It's going to be fun a little, you know. And I think that dreaming is something that a lot of people aren't doing right now during this pandemic. But even before that, if if you're driving in your car right now, or wherever you are, maybe you're at the gym, or maybe going for a walk, or sitting in your bed not going to sleep at night and watching our YouTube video, uh, whatever it is, think to yourself, when was the last time? you dreamt about your future, right? You dreamt about what you want your life to look like. You dreamt about what you want to have in that life, what your kids are like, what your spouse is like, what all, what was the last time you had that dream? But then think back to when you were a kid, how many times when someone asked you, what did you want to be when you grew up? Was it different every day? I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a cowboy. I'm just saying things I wanted to be, but. (laughs) I thought cowboys were, you know, cool, I guess. Um, I'm too small to get on a horse, though, so I don't know if I'd actually be a great cowboy. Uh, But I, I, you know, a doctor, I remember my sixth grade yearbook, I was actually looking for it because I wanted to pull it up on this episode, but I couldn't find it. I wrote, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. How many skateboards did I ever ride in my life? Like none. I just had friends that were really good at it, and I'm like, oh man, that looks really cool. Just we have dreams when we're kids. think, you know, it's it's,
1: just what if, what if, and you're right. I think that definitely stops as someone grows older, but let's bring it back. Why why
0: does it stop? Why do you think it stops when someone gets older? Why does the act of dreaming feel so awkward?
1: I think a lot of people get caught in the rat race where they're stuck in the rut of going from their job, feeding the kids, uh, putting them to bed, sleep, wake up, repeat, pay the bills. You know, it's, And then, not even to mention when life beats you down sometimes, you're, you kind of just, you get stuck sometimes. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that uh, life has a funny way of doing what life does and it smacks you right in the face. Um, Once you think things are going well, life Mm -hmm. tries to throw another obstacle. But I, there's something I think that happens as we get to high school age where, and I'll never forget this. I was uh, I was a teenager at, at Mepham High School, and you know I loved my school, and I loved all my teachers. But I'll never forget there were certain people in that school uh, who were no longer at that school who told me, you shouldn't go to school for teaching. There's no jobs. Be realistic. You're probably not going to get a job teaching. And if you do, you're certainly not going to get a job here at Mepham. You know, MEPM was what sold me the dream on being a teacher. I've always wanted to be a teacher since I was a freshman in high school. I watched teachers that I had, and I'm not going to drop names here because I don't know if they want me to drop their names, but I had amazing teachers specifically in social studies that just inspired me. So when they said that to me, I remember coming home and I was really, really upset. I was really upset that someone told me, you know, find something else to do. You know, tell me to become, you know, take a, take the test, become a cop. And that's not a knock against police. I didn't want to be a police officer. I didn't want to be a fireman. I didn't want to work for the town. I didn't want to go into, ironically, to go into business back then. I didn't want to be a, a lawyer or a doctor. I didn't want to do any of those things. What inspired me was working with kids. I'm so happy though, that my mom was very adamant about not listening to anyone. And if this is what you want to do, then this is what you want to do. And if you want to teach at mepom, well, let's make it happen. And I remember writing in one of my teacher's yearbooks uh, and I'm kind of reciting my TED talk. Here. You guys can find the TED talk on YouTube. But I remember writing in my teacher's yearbook, uh, my freshman history teacher. I said, hey, I'm a senior now. I'm graduating. Uh, you will see me again teaching here. I will be a teacher here. I put it in writing. We did that on a previous podcast, right? You write down that plan. You put in words and you say it every day and you don't stop. I remember graduating Malloy College and still having my dream of being a teacher. I was so excited. I graduated Malloy uh, with a teaching degree. I got to student teach at Mepham High School. And then I remember being offered a full-time teaching job uh, to another district on Long Island. Good school district, tenure-track position. And if you're a teacher on this, you're going to laugh and call me crazy. But I turned that job down. $60,000 a year starting salary, ten year pension, benefits. Turned it down. Why? Because it wasn't at MEPO. That wasn't my dream. And I took a TA position, a teacher's assistant position, at a uh, at the other high school in the district, uh, Calhoun. And I'll never forget my friends, my family, all calling me nuts. Like, how could you turn down a tenure track position at another school for a TA position? And that's not a knock against a TA, but my goal wasn't to be a teacher's assistant. My goal was to be a teacher. But my goal specifically, my dream was to be a teacher at Mepham High School. Sure enough, though, I was a TA at Calhoun, and halfway through the school year, a former mentor of mine, she's now an administrator, got you know had a baby, needed a leave replacement at Mepham. I do the leave replacement at Mepham. All of a sudden, student numbers go up, and they said, hey, we need a new teacher for next year. Do you want to interview for the position? And there I am teaching at Mepham, and that's where I've been for the last seven years. Imagine I would have took that other job at another district. It's just so crazy how fast people crush their dreams, because they get, you know, one of the famous quotes is, how much how much did they get you to sell your dream for? How much did they get you for? Was it a $20,000 a year job? Was it a $50,000 a year job? Was it a $100,000 a year job? Was it a flashy car? What was it that you sold your dream for? And I never want to feel that way. I know I didn't sell my dream. My dream, now that I have different dreams, but that dream was to teach them, help them, and I did it. And I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I'm there.
1: From the outside looking in, I think a lot of people think, oh, you lucked out that you're teaching at your dream place, but it was because of his vision that he wrote down his goal and it was in the back of his mind the whole time. So all of his actions were aligned for all that to happen. It wasn't an accident.
0: Well, I like how you said goal there. What do you think the difference is, if there is any, between a dream and a goal? I put her on the spot on that <laughs> one. I don't think she was ready for that question.
1: <laughs> Maybe a goal would be short term and a, a dream could be long term. Um, what do you think?
0: You know, she's throwing <laughs> it back on me now. This is our relationship, by the way. Uh, I always wait. say, so what do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but, you know, it's fun because I, I do think you you said kind of what I was thinking with the question. I think that dreams are different from goals. Dreams are the end destination. Your dream is part of your vision, right? If you want to go, you want to extrapolate it larger in in steps. Your goal is the mile marker. Your dream is one of the things you'd like to accomplish inside your vision. So the goal is the mile marker. Your dream is one of the things that you want to accomplish inside your overall vision. So if you take a look at, I want to, my dream is to have a six pack. I don't know. (laughs) I have that dream now, I guess. Um, I don't I don't have a six pack. I mean, that's one of my dreams, Uh, but I want to have a six pack. I want to have a better body. I want to be more healthy. Well, then a goal would be by three months from now, I'd like to lose 10 pounds. Six months from now, I want to lose maybe 10 percent body fat. Those are leading to the dream of having a six pack, which is part of my overall vision of creating a better life, Uh, you know, having a business and all these things. It's one of those little dreams inside there. I think that's the difference between having a goal and a dream. Because here's the thing. A goal can be adjusted. Your dream shouldn't. You should have new dreams. But until you achieve that initial dream, don't change it. Right? I think that so many people might have a dream of doing this or doing that. Then life happens and they say, okay, that's no longer my dream. This is my new dream. But what what you just forgot about that? You fell out of love with whatever it is that you wanted to accomplish. Maybe it was to travel the world. But because of your finances now, you're gonna not have that dream because you don't have enough money to do it? Let's figure out a way to do it. Right? That's uh I think the difference there. Yeah,
1: turn it from I can't to how can I make mm-hmm. it happen?
0: Yeah, if you if you figure out the why, the how is easy. If you figure out the why you're doing something, why do you want to go after this dream? Why is this dream important to you? How you're going to get there, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out easy. At some point, your habits, right? We go back to our previous podcast, your habits and your rituals, the things you're sacrificing are going to pay off if you're doing the habits that align with what you want to accomplish. You'll figure out the how to get there. Might not be the how you thought. That's true. Right? For Nicole, she thought teaching... And that career was going to be the way that she lived her life and got her to building a family and all these things. Turns out that wasn't the how.
1: Still teaching, but in a different way. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, now she's teaching families mm-hmm. financial independence and and building a business, but it's different. Same dream of being financially independent, debt free, and stuff like that, but different how. Uh, how do you develop the skill of dreaming? I think that's something that. But nowadays, people don't do naturally. So, how do you teach someone to start dreaming again?
1: Yeah, and you had mentioned, especially in quarantine. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of times people may have felt like trapped. you you have to stay home with the same person, and you're limited.
0: You're trying to say that staying home with me in <laughs> no, quarantine I loved is never.
1: every not- minute of it. I still do. <laughs> but I was talking to my friend Renee about it, and we said, "What are some ways that we can continue to dream from home?" even though we don't have exposure to people and getting to actually touch our dreams, what can we do from home? And so she said, let's YouTube things and let's Google things that really inspire us and get us moving emotionally. So you can go ahead and do that, whatever means the most to you. Um, Google vacation spots, dream homes, um, cars, so that when we can be out in the world in action, you can go test test drive that car. So maybe first seeing it, and then getting even closer to it by by being able to touch it, and whatever that means for you. But um, there's definitely things that we can do in the now. Um, books, magazines. Um, I mean, Instagram. There's so many things that you can do to stretch your vision.
0: There's a a great lesson in there that Nicole taught me how to do. Uh, that she got from one of our mentors is touching your dreams. I have a dream of I have a lot of dreams I have a lot of dreams my vision is pretty big my ultimate vision my ultimate goal in and nicole has joined me in in this goal I don't want to say it's our vision it was my vision that nicole is supporting uh, and now I think has become part of hers but is building a school I would like to create a school for children with autism I don't I, I I don't know where it would be yet but I know what it looks like I know what I want in the curriculum I know who I want teaching there I know types of things that we teach. Uh, I've worked with that population of students now for seven years in the special ed field, and I really love it. I really love it. I want to get back to them. So my big vision is ultimately to build those schools, not just one, multiple ones, and have our curriculum that we design used throughout these private schools. And, But one of my other dreams, though, I'm going to be a little materialistic here, is I want a 60-foot or actually, the hundred and eighty foot would be nice, but the <laughs> sixty foot uh, Magellan Azimut yacht. I'll never forget. I was fishing out in the ocean with my dad. I was probably like eleven or twelve years old. We were out in the Hudson Canyon trolling for tuna fish, and that's a big fishing spot. If you're a fisherman, you know what I'm talking about. It's probably like sixty miles out uh, south of Jones Beach, middle of nowhere, right? You're talking, you know, middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And I remember being out there and watching this huge mega yacht just drive by in the distance. No one driving it though. it was on like autopilot had a crew working around the boat. The family was sitting in the back eating lunch. you know there was a, a boat a smaller boat the size of the boat we were on on the bow of the boat like this thing was sick and I never from that day uh, I was always obsessed with that yacht. and I just have images in my mind of me and Nicole with our families and our future children on that yacht traveling the world to the Amalfi coast to Spain. Uh, through the Mediterranean, uh, through the Adriatic, maybe around the south of South Africa, around the Cape, and and just doing all these things in our, our own yacht, that was a dream of mine. It still is. So I wanted to touch that dream. Well, in New York City, they have the New York City Boat Show, obviously not with quarantine. And Azimut always has yachts there. And they allow you to tour the yacht and sit in the yacht and touch the linens on the yacht and, and be at the wheel, right? At the And you can almost imagine yourself at open sea on this boat. I got to touch my dream a little bit. Just got a taste of it. Just a taste of it. I remember when we were in Vegas for a company event uh, in August of, maybe two years ago, August two years ago, and we had uh we had saved some money and i said let's go touch our dream we went to the most expensive steakhouse yes. in in vegas uh, way out of our price range but it was worth it we ordered things on the menu we probably never would have ordered we drank wine that we probably never would have drank right we drink mm-hmm. 6 dollar bottles of wine from costco and here we are and and we earned it we worked hard for it but we tasted our dream a little bit literally yeah. tasted our dream the but-
1: hard work and the sacrifices when you reward yourself temporarily to touch your long-term vision where you're like, we're going to be able to do this every weekend. We're just going to touch it for a little bit so we can experience it. And, and up until we can have that whenever we want, when we visualize it, it will feel so real. And your mind doesn't know the difference if it's real or fake. And that'll keep you on track to make it happen.
0: Right. That's why you think about literal dreams. When you're sleeping, your brain does not know what's real and fake. That's why sometimes you wake up in a panic from a nightmare or, or whatever it might be. Same thing happens when you want to have a vision. I, We tasted a little bit of elegance. Mm-hmm. We tasted a little bit of, but we earned it first. We didn't just go out yes. to a fancy steakhouse and put ourselves it in the debt. It
1: doesn't feel the same if you don't earn it. <laughs> we,
0: we did the work. We said, hey, if we do this, this goes back to a previous podcast with planning. But if we do this, this, and this, we'll go to this steakhouse in Vegas. Fancy steakhouse, right? Um, and we'll take people with us. We took some people with us that night and we we're able to pay for them. And that was fun. It was exciting. And I can't wait to do it again. Uh, touching the dream. we When we when we did that trip to Costa Rica, has mm-hmm. was a little taste of, we're going to be going on vacations like this all the time. We're going to be rewarding ourselves all the time. Uh, I know a friend of mine, a great friend, he's actually going to be a guest on our show in the future. His name is Joseph Martins. I hope he's listening. Mm-hmm. One of the things he did was he test drove a Porsche. Now he'd, he'd be the first one. To, if he wanted to, he could probably go buy a Porsche right now. He's very successful in business, but he's not where he wants to be yet. But just to inspire him a little bit, he went and test drove the Porsche. More than that, he's into Indy car racing. He loves Indy car racing. So when he went to Vegas, he took a couple people and they went and drove race cars and, and fast like these Formula One cars. He's just tasting a little bit of that dream life he wants. But that's like fuel in the tank, right? It's like, don't forget why you're doing this. I know life might get hard. I know things, but this is why you're doing it. This little taste. Now let's even move past materialistic things. One of my goals is to be, one of my dreams is to be completely debt-free. I remember when I knocked out my first student loan. I went and rewarded myself. I I printed out the statement that said, congratulations, you've paid off this loan. And I went out. And uh, I went and got dinner. And... I just sat there and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You know, Nicole was working, so she wasn't with me. But I just went to, I, I'll never forget it. I went, you're gonna, if you're listening to this, you're totally gonna laugh at me. I went to Town Bagel. That's where I grew up, right? A uh, little bagel store. I used to work there. And the owner knows me really well. And I don't know if he'll remember this. I hope he's listening. His name is Dave. He's a great guy. He literally comes over. He goes, you look happy. I go, remember Dave, when I was working here and I was going to school and I had all these student loans. Check this out. I paid off the student loan. I want a bacon, egg, and cheese right now, right? And I just sat there and enjoyed it. I, I just held that piece of paper, and I was almost in tears. I was like, I remember graduating thinking I'm never getting out of loan debt. And here I am knocking out one of the biggest loans I had, mm. tasting my, my dream a little bit. My dream wasn't the bacon <laughs> tasting egg. Tasting the bacon, egg, and <laughs> cheese. Yeah. I mean, if so, you don't want to be an e that's. But,
1: but while you're eating that, looking at the zeros at your student loan debt, you're already feeling like, okay, I could do this. I could keep going. I could keep knocking out the rest because um, you've already tasted a small piece of success. Uh,
0: we kind of answered the rest of these questions here, but just to kind of build on this. So maybe you're in business uh, and you're an entrepreneur or, or maybe you are trying to. I know a lot of people, some of the people who listen to this are doing uh, non-for-profits or working with charities or whatever it might be. Um, but part of having a vision is not keeping it to yourself. Uh, it's sharing your vision, and that can be one of the most difficult things somebody does is sharing their vision with other people, especially if you're in business. If you're an entrepreneur, the, the ultimate goal, we're nowhere near where we want to be. We're we're growing there, but in order to get to where you want, you've got to help other people get to where they want first, so you've got to have a vision big enough to fit their vision inside of it, Right. So if your goal is to be financially independent, debt-free, change the lives of millions of Americans, the person who just got started with you whose goal is, I want to get rid of $10,000 of credit card debt, that can fit inside your vision. But if your vision is small, like I just want to get out of $10,000 and he's got $20,000 of credit card debt, well, he ain't listening to you. Your vision is too small for him. So how do you find it um, easy or hard? What are some tips with sharing your vision with other people?
1: I actually just did it recently with my sister, <laughs> when we went to go touch our dreams. Um, it's definitely hard because your butt's on the line. You're opening up. You're becoming vulnerable, and you're like, okay, now I just really shared it. I have to make it happen, right? Um, I guess a tip. Um, I just know that clarity is key. You know, we we've had the opportunity to get really close with a lot of success coaches, and that's the one thing that they'll all say is. The more specific, the better, because as you're visualizing it, any vagueness or, or uncertainty that that will take over. You need to know every little detail to yeah. what you're wearing, how you're going to present it, whatever yeah. your vision is, the more specific, the better. So that would be one tidbit I would encourage you to, to think about.
0: What did you do with uh, Emily that shared <laughs> you this dream? What, what was one of the things that did
1: did? I do? Um, well, we were on our way upstate. And as we were driving there, I was telling her my vision, our family vision. And I told her we were making two pit stops that are getting us close to where my vision would take place 10 years down the road. And so we just kind of sat there and um, one of them included the Tappan Zee Bridge. I'm not going to share my secrets, but we just we had lunch. We just stared at the beautiful Tappan Zee Bridge and. I was visualizing what it's gonna be like 10 years from now when the entire dream pieces all together. So that kind of includes everything that we spoke about, you know, touching your dreams with clarity, opening up to people, and they'll support you along the way, you know? If you're kind of like enrolling them in your vision, To be your cheerleader and supporter Mm. along the way. That's a big deal.
0: That's a huge line right there. And I know Nicole, is we're we're stealing that from one of our mentors. But enrolling (laughs) people in your vision. uh, That is insanely key if you're listening right now. When you have a vision, when you have a dream, and maybe you're uh, at your job or you're running a business or maybe you're just a mom or a dad trying to create a vision for your family, You have to enroll your family. You have to enroll the people who are working with you. You have to enroll your employees. You have to enroll your business associates in the same vision. So you're all beating the same drum. So you can all fight toward a, you know, your better vision, your better world, whatever it is that you're fighting for. You see this with charity, charitable organizations. You see this with. Uh, you know, Operation Underground Railroad, all for one, the charities that we've worked, their mission statement is, hey, here it is. Let's enroll in this vision. Here's how you can help. And the more people you get to enroll in that vision, the more successful your life is and the closer you are to getting to that vision. Mm -hmm. I think that's so key. Sometimes
1: you can't do it by yourself. You usually can't. So the more people you have, more hands on deck. Yeah, I think
0: about, uh, I just reposted a great interview with Jeff Bezos who owns Amazon. He's now worth over $200 billion. Uh, At the time in the interview, he became the richest person in the world. And he said a great line. He goes, so I own 16% of Amazon. This is Jeff talking. I wish I owned 16% of Amazon, but he owns 16% of Amazon, which means that roughly he's created $843 billion. if, if, Amazon's roughly worth a trillion dollars, so $840-something billion of wealth for other people. Think about that for one second. So he's worth $200 billion. He owns 16% of Amazon. So he's created $800-something billion of wealth for other people. Talk about enrolling in a vision, seeing that Amazon is going to take over the world and be not just a book sales company.
1: And people thought he was nuts in the beginning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, changing the way retail services is done forever, right? That was his vision. If you look at, uh, Ed Milet tells a great story, and and Ed Milet, if you're not following him, go look him up. Go follow him. His podcast is the number one rated podcast. Specifically, it's one of the best in all podcasting, but it's the number one rated podcast in personal development, -development, self-development, self-help, entrepreneurship, Definitely check that out. It's called the Max Out Podcast with Ed Milet, but or the Ed Milet Show. Uh, but he talks about, on an old recording, you know the story of uh, Coca-Cola, how Aza uh, Candler sold the bottling rights for Coca-Cola for a dollar. A dollar to these two young entrepreneurs because he didn't believe that bottling Coca-Cola was the future. As I say that, you're probably like, what? You might have just swerved off the road, like (laughs) bottling Coca-Cola wasn't the future. But you got to think, turn of the century, early 1900s, whatever it might be. He just didn't see the vision. So he sold it to him for a dollar. He didn't even cash the check. Now, think about Coca-Cola. Asia lacked the vision. He lacked the vision to see what the future of his company could be and the impact that it could make. And I think that's something that keeps true entrepreneurs on their toes. Am I dreaming big enough? Am I dreaming big enough? Because if you're not, someone's going to do it for you. Someone's going to pass you up with a dream that was just bigger than yours. They had a bigger vision and they stayed committed to it while you were sitting there trying to you know, play small. Uh, yeah. think, another pro, I'm reading his biography now, Elon Musk. When Elon Musk started SpaceX and he... Said we're going to create rockets that can you know, land on reentry and all that. The first SpaceX launch, the rocket exploded. I think like the first five of them, whatever it was. And people laughed at him. Elon didn't change his ways. He was like, my vision is to land people on Mars, right? So, And then all of a sudden, look at SpaceX doing a mission with NASA that sends astronauts to the International Space Station. is going to bring them home, landing in the same rocket. It's groundbreaking five years ago they were making fun of him now he just got a contract to bid for the next moon landing he's helping lead the charge to the next mars trip or the first mars trip and we're sitting here with visions like i wonder what i'm gonna watch on netflix next week right i think that that is the difference between the uber successful people the people who are these visionaries that we call all the time, right? Oh, that's a visionary, that's a visionary, that's a visionary. That's insanity. They're the people that we call crazy when they talk.
1: Right? I think a big part of it is associations as well. Constantly hanging out with people that stretch you, that make you almost feel uncomfortable mm. because, you know, they, they are either where you're at, where you want to be, or you can pick their brain. You know, if they drive to your house in a really nice car and you know they paid for it in full and you're not there yet, you're like, we better clean up the place and (laughs) we better, you know, dress sharp. You kind of up your game a little bit.
0: You ever hang out with people that after they're done talking, you're just like, wow. I need
1: to do better. (laughs) I need to do better
0: and this guy's nuts at the same time. I feel like that's what people who spoke to... Albert Einstein would feel like or Stephen Hawking reading a book by Stephen Hawking um, Brief Answers to Complex Questions or I think that's the title I don't have exactly right but you're talking about a genius whose theories people called crazy at first and are now being proven right Right, his theories about black holes and time and, and the uh, different particles and now they're discovering them and proving them right it's like this guy wasn't crazy at all <laughs> They used to say that, I posted a picture on our Instagram recently, New York Times article, 1936, a rocket will never leave the Earth's atmosphere. Until a visionary had the vision to see it through and not rest until it happened. That's why I think that everything someone wants to do is possible.
1: I think that's it right there. Not rest until it happens. Hey. I think too many people give up too soon.
0: They mistake... Um, What's the The
1: beginning for the end? Yeah, the mistake the beginning, but not even that. It's like like
0: success is usually disguised in overalls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's really hard work. It's really hard. It's really hard to go after things, and really hard to dream big. And then I know what some people say. Well, you, you know, you don't have kids yet, and you don't know what that's like. Okay, well, if you have kids, it's even more important to have a big dream Mm -hmm. and go after a vision. Because what do you want them to do? Exactly. They're gonna mimic all the good things you do in a little bit less and do all the bad things you do in a little bit more. So if you're sitting there making excuses about why you aren't where you want to be or why you don't have the things you want to have or why that family has more than you or why we can't do this, what do you think your kids are going to do in the future? What do you think they're going to grow up thinking? They're going to think that it's okay to quit. They're going to think that it's okay to give up on your dreams. That's just not something... Nicole and I are okay with. We don't have kids yet, but I'll be damned if my kid ever says I can't do something. We'll
1: be a good example for Daisy right now. Yeah. (laughs) Our puppy who
0: sabotaged our last podcast. But (laughs) if anything, she probably made it better. Mm -hmm. Just, I think that it's so vital for society. I use this quote in my TED talk that dreamers, one person dreaming If you're dreaming in your life and you're going after your dreams and you have a vision and you're putting a plan in place and you're staying to it no matter what life throws at you, you can change your entire life. But if all of us dream collectively and all of us start to commit to a vision and all of us try and do things spectacular, really strive for greatness, well, then you could change the entire world collectively. Think about the people who change the world. Visionaries. Jeff Bezos uh, you, you think about Steve Jobs uh, you think of I'll even go further back uh, you think about Madame Curie uh, you think about Albert Einstein Leonardo da Vinci Isaac Newton Martin Luther King uh, Rosa Parks uh, Mother Teresa you hear these names you know them well why do you know them they did significant things that changed the world. Because they had a vision of a better future. And they did not stop. I, you know, Not to be cliche here. Martin Luther King. I have a dream. We're still striving for his dream today. But the world looks like a little bit better of a place. There's a little bit more opportunity now than there was because of his movements. And the things he put in place with the people that were supporting him. And, and think about Martin Luther King's movement, right? Was it just Martin Luther King? No, he enrolled people in his vision of a better country, of a better world. And he fought like hell to get there. And we're still fighting today to get there. Do you think he ever gave up when they were spraying fire hoses at him and putting people in jail and, and saying crazy things? No. No, I, I like to... I'm, I'm rambling here. What, babe, what do you, you... know? No,
1: I, I love when you tell stories like that. In fact, it probably made him fight harder when those things happened. That's the only way you got to push through.
0: Yeah. I love when people try and tell me that I'm not going to do something. <laughs> Nicole does too. I mean, when Nicole was told that she's never going to be able to leave teaching, your business is stupid. That's not the other thing. She looked right at people and was like, okay, thanks. Like, mm-hmm. Apparently it's not for you. Who do you know? You know, <laughs> like She just, she just kept going and, guys, and charging. That was Anthony in the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she, so the ones that you love the most sometimes will try to bring you down, but they will come around yeah. sooner rather than later.
0: She enrolled me in her vision for our family that we didn't even have yet. We still don't have yet, right? We weren't it's like, even married either. We weren't <laughs> even married. We were just dating. And uh, and we were in a rough place too in our dating life, right? Our relationship was a little, you probably just heard Daisy yawn. Uh, <laughs> our relationship was in a little bit of a rocky place. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I started to fall in love with the idea of what she wanted our family to look like in the future. And that for me, that was all I needed to hear. And then we started to expand our vision and, now sometimes my vision scares me. I think your dreams are supposed to scare you. They're supposed to scare you because they're supposed not, to be big.
1: It's not big enough if it doesn't scare you.
0: Yeah, you should be scared of like, oh wow, this is this is kind of huge for me to even think about. And the other thing I started doing, and I know Nicole does, is vision boarding. You know, printing out pictures of trips and cars and what you want your life to look like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, down to like the the science, I have a a picture of a bank account that reads a hundred million dollars in it. I feel like at hundred million I can make some real huge differences in society. Right? And really start to do some impactful things. Uh, so I listen, we we kind of went a different way with this podcast. We didn't really take questions from our listeners this week, but we are so passionate about this. Uh talking about this with people, teaching people how to do this that I hope after listening to this and the other podcast that you guys begin to dream again. You know, that you begin to have a vision and share your vision. And, and don't worry about it if you share your vision with people and they laugh at you. If they laugh at you, it's showing their small-mindedness, not yours. They have small thinking. You don't. When you start thinking bigger than the masses, the masses don't understand it. Think about how many people call Elon Musk. What's the word they give him? Oh, he's weird. He's outlandish. He's eccentric. He's actually pretty normal. He just thinks bigger than we do. Right? Right? Same thing with Albert Einstein. Same thing with all these guys. They think bigger. They think real, real big. And uh, I think that's what was missing in the world today. And I th- hope that after listening to this, I'll challenge you. Nicole, you know, we'll we'll both challenge you. I'll let Nicole close up here in a sec. But uh, write down a dream. Maybe it's a dream from way back that you just forgot about. What is the dream that you want to accomplish in your life? What's the ultimate goal? What is the ultimate vision of your future? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it taste like? You know, What is it? Write it down. Start putting out some pictures. Print them out. Put them on a board with the dream in the middle. Put it somewhere you're going to see it every day. And then start to focus in on it and start to do things in order to get you there. And next week on the podcast, we're going to talk about something so important, but I'm going to let Nicole close up on this thought with visions and dreaming. But
1: yeah no everything that you said was perfect Uh, i would add on to that um, visualizing meaning with your eyes closed everything that anthony just said how's it going to see feel taste everything close your eyes and kind of just play the movie as if it's already happening Mm -hmm. how's it going to feel when you and your husband you know cross that stage or whatever means the most to you you know when you can finally pay off that last dead or whatever, whatever the goals are, that's going to get you to your giant, giant dream. And then vision, visualize it. Try every day. I know it's part of meditation actually is to visualize your success and um, it's proven to work. So give it a shot. Seriously.
0: Yeah. I think that uh, this is one of my favorite episodes. I say that every time though they get more and more fun. I think. I think Nicole and I are just starting to get the hang of this thing.
1: I think this one will stimulate a lot of questions in yeah. our viewers. So I look forward
0: and to it. Submit those questions. Uh, like we said, go to YouTube, uh, subscribe, at Anthony Gugliaro, or search up the make mindset podcast on Apple iTunes podcast, on uh, Spotify. Throw five stars on it, throw it a like. Next week, I'm super excited. We're going to be talking about excuses. How to identify them, how not to make them anymore, how to get rid of them, uh, what's a valid excuse, what's not. <laughs> If there is a such thing, so that, that that episode is going to be really fun, and uh, and we're looking forward to it. So we hope that you guys have a blessed and wonderful day. We wish you the best. Go after your dreams. Go after your vision, and we'll catch you on the next episode next Friday on the Mako Mindset Podcast.